there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Last Song That You Heard podcast. I'm your host, Kev, here for a new actual interview episode. We're getting back to the basics, baby. And I'm here. I'm here with my good pal, Jay. Jay, how's it going? Hear me. I'm living, dude. Oh, oh man. Classic Jay. We're doing this uh, virtually. Uh, one, due to quarantine. Two, due to you living in a whole other state now. Shout out to Cincinnati. I say now as if you just moved there. Baddest city um, in Ohio, bro. Yeah, no. Um, but uh, so you may notice a little bit of a delay or some like quality stuff with this. So, um, you know, we're, we're doing our best here. So without further ado, I'm curious, Jay, what's the last song that you heard? Uh, the last song I heard was got you all in check. Bust a ride, dude. <laughs> Great. Let's hear some of that. A bit of a classic. It's uh, again. It's called "Wooha." Got you all in check by uh, Busta Rhymes and ODB. That's a young go hard uh... anthem, dude. That's if you're a young go hard, you know that song. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty uh, pretty classic uh, uh, song of its time. Came out in 1996. Um, actually, you're not Busta too young Rhymes. If you know that song. Y- yeah. <laughs> We're just like medium go-hards. Yeah, medium go-hards. Um, I like that. So, so the song came out in 1996. Uh, again, it's uh, Busta Rhymes and ODB. It's actually Busta's uh, first solo uh, single. Um, so it, really the, the, the beginning of that guy's <laughs> career. Um, it, it actually peaked at number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, and it... Uh, it actually was also nominated for a best rap solar performance, uh, but it lost to Hey Lover by LL Cool J. So didn't get the Grammy, but uh, yeah, you know, it's a great song. So I don't know. It, it I don't think it really needs a Grammy to, to, to be considered a classic. Now, you know, I'm curious. I got, so I got to say, no, go ahead. I got to say, I'm, I feel like the curtain has been lifted a little bit. Okay. Because every episode mm-hmm. of this I've listened to, I've been like, damn, Kevin knows everything. I didn't know you'd do research right before. Hey, man, you just you lifted the veil on me. Oh, you can't you can't see this, but I'm giving Jay the cut it out sign because, as far as I'm concerned, I am a musical genius, and everything comes right off the dome, Damn, which isn't true. Uh, I've research. I pre- no, I pre-research everything. I just inadvertently kind of outed you, dude. I didn't even mean. It's all right, man. I didn't. It's all right, man. I'll never. I'll. I- Dude. I'll never get to see my dream of becoming America's number one podcaster. Why can't you but... be? You can be Nardawar, dude. You can be Nardawar. Is he a podcaster? He's not a podcaster, but he knows goddamn everything about music. He's like he's a white guy of... that interviews people about music. Yeah, he's the rain man of music, though, because he knows like everything. <laughs> he seems to know everything. It's true. 
Um, we've already gone off the rails completely. <laughs> Dog, what more did you expect? Um, I didn't expect anything less. Um, but I'm curious about your relationship to this song before we really dive into the person that is Jay. Um, so, so what I'm curious, like, what is this like a song that you love? Like, clearly, I mean, you were listening to it. So, and a little bit of, um, like we were talking the other day and it sounds like you've been on like a Busta Rhymes kick recently. So tell me a little bit, like what, what brought you to this song today? Okay. So first off, I didn't even listen to it today. I listened to it like last night. I didn't listen to any music today. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I just listened to podcasts about serial killers. Nice. Yeah, right? I know a lot. But I was Same. like – I do too. This song just showed up months ago because I dropped those shirts. Shout out to Open Casket Couture. Go cop up. If you don't have it, go get some now. Um, I wanted to I'm make... actually wearing that shirt. No no joke. That's... I'm wearing your I have my shirt right off. now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jay has his own uh, fashion line. Um and he has a some shirts and stuff like that I'll put up, but yeah, I'm actually and this was not on uh, intentional. I'm just wearing We're both his shirt right now. We're both repping the brand, dude. The most dangerous brand in the industry. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, so you were saying about the the song and so I wanted to do like a promo video for the line before like the last like show thing I did. And I wanted it to be me and, like, maybe six people all wearing, like, the clothes and ski masks mm -hmm. outside of a convenience store, just, like, being hooligans. And I was nice. like, I need a dope song for that. So I just kind of got into this hole where at one point I think there's an Action Bronson song I wanted to use. Then um, there's this other guy, I think his name's Taro, or that's the name of the song, I can't remember. And then all of a sudden, like, in the next song up just happened to be, hoo so I can't even say it. Like, how do you say that? Like, so it was hoo ha. Like, <laughs> I I tried it earlier. I it mean, sounds like I'm a middle aged sounds... mom talking about like a part of the anatomy. Like, oh hoo ha. Yeah. Like it doesn't sound <laughs> like I'm saying the name of a Buster Rhymes song. It sounds like I'm trying to censor myself. Well, he got hit in the hoo ha. But um, I just I mean, like you know, some radio like DJ ha like who has never listened to Buster Rhymes had to do that. That was hoo ha. Got You All in Check by Buster Rhymes and ODB. Buster That's Rhymes. all for now on WKPR. I'll talk to you later, folks. Like, some BS like that. Now play Three Doors Down. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that song came on, like, the queue. And, like, as soon as I heard it, like, that beat, I don't know what it is about that beat. I don't feel like I've heard a beat like that so long where it's just, like, it's weird and it goes weird hard. Oh, yeah. It's not like a normal beat like that, boom, boom, boom. like the, the sound of it. I don't know why. I was just like, I fucks with this. And I think I listened to it like 30 times over like a two-day span, just on repeat over. I still don't know all the words because how am I supposed to learn all the words this man says? Yeah, you're not going to – like no one's going to fault you for not knowing all the words to a Busta Rhymes song. Maybe the ODB parts you, should, you probably know, but like – Well, that song like – and now how I ended up listening to it yesterday was I was doing homework, and recently when I've been doing homework, I just listen to, like, math rock, and that's it. Because I feel like the, the absence of words kind of – Were you doing math homework? I was not doing math homework. I was doing animation homework, and it was like 
I feel like the words. Look, my cat's hopping up on the. <laughs> the words like distract me, so it's like if I'm trying to do something, then I start singing along or rapping along, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. and I forgot what I was doing. So I was in that math rock hole for like two hours, and I was like, I need to get out of this, and realized I have a playlist titled for no reason, Trumps, C H R, Trumps, or it's, it's say crumbs, but the H throws it on Trumps. It's a list of Trumps. <laughs> But I put that playlist on because I was like, I need to like break this like math rock monotony for a minute. And as always, there it was. And it had me in check. Got you all in check. It got me. You saw it, Macho Man Randy Savage. I don't know, man. I'm trying over. I'm just trying. Got you all in check. (laughs) Um. Are you, like, someone who's, like, a big Busta Rhymes fan or, like, an ODB fan at all? Like, would you consider yourself, like, a big fan of theirs? I would consider myself, like, a crazy big fan. But, like, I don't think I've ever heard something from ODB or Busta Rhymes and been like, yeah, that was trash. You know what I mean? That is fair. Like, you know, I don't know a lot about Busta. But I remember hearing he was signing the Young Money or signed the Young Money. And for some reason, that felt like a step down to me for Busta Rhymes, you know? I remember that, too. Yeah, I was yeah, like, that wait, was, um, That was weird. I remember seeing that, and I had the same thought. I was like, first off, Busta, you're not really young. Like, I'm not trying to be mean saying that, but, like, everyone on that label was, like, 24 years old at they that time. It could be your child. I feel like. And then, yeah, and then also, like, you shouldn't debase yourself like that. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing against Young Money. Like, I like a lot of people from there. I'm just saying, like, Busta, you don't need to do that, man. You don't need Young Money. Young Money needs you. You know what I mean? Agreed. Busta got clapped. But, yeah, I'm thinking about that, and now I'm thinking about all the flip mode shit that was going on for a while. What was that, that one song he had? Remember that P. Diddy? Yeah, that was a, a bop. I think dude. that's a what? Pastor Cavassia. Was it P. Diddy or Pastor Cavassia? Uh, probably it was him or Pharrell. Because I can hear it in my in my head, like the hook of that. It was the, both. Like, of them. It's like Pastor Cavassia. It was both. Everybody of them. sing it now. It was yeah. Diddy and it was uh Pharrell. So we were Pharrell? both right. Wow, look at that. Both right. But now I'm thinking, and I'm like, I can't – every Busta Rock song I can name is a banger. Now, don't ask me to name any more because I can't. But I'm sure yeah, if no. I could, I'd say they were bangers. If you were given a list of songs, you you could probably point out every single Busta Rhyme song and be like, banger, banger, bang, like <laughs> down the line. Not Like it could be a mixed bag of songs. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. I like but – I'm, I'm I mean I, I feel like just from like a technical standpoint, like – Busta is just like you. He he's like he he raps fast. You can mostly understand what he says. Like and he's like, I don't know. Like he's just it's awesome. Like it's not. I don't know. Some people rap fast and you're just like, cool. That's your only thing. Like like it's, twisted. It's dude. one of his. Not nah, twist is good. He's also no, like he's Busta, good. But like, it's like I feel like if I were to take the time to read Twist's lyrics, I'd just be like, this is way this is way too wordy. First off. I feel yeah, like he probably writes songs in the way that, like, you write a paper when you're, like, one page away from being done. So you go back to sentences and just add extra parts. <laughs> I feel like that's how he writes his verses. He just writes I was it all thinking and he's more like, about... not long enough. 
I was thinking more about people like um was that dude Watsky or like Mac Lethal, like those YouTube guys who were like, I'm gonna rap really fast and like I'm gonna take down mumble rap because I'm good at rapping and like it's just like the only thing that they have is the fact that they can rap very quickly whereas like someone like Busta like brings a lot to the table he is like a really specific style like if you watch the video for this like it's insanity oh like, yeah it's ridiculous it's it's it, and it's it's exactly what you would expect from a Busta Rhymes video that's the thing he brings this like extra craziness uh it's like a it's to, like a yeah. like a little dash or not even a little dash, it's like a big old just dump in a whole bag somehow of like some sort of Jamaican Afro-Caribbean vibe that I can't put my finger on. And the way that he raps, like... Yeah. He's got like, it almost like sounds it's... like it, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. No, it's... He's, I know, you um... don't, because you just gave me a weird-ass look when I said that. You didn't co-sign on it right away. Don't say you I, know what I'm I absolutely co signed on that. I'm, it must be the delay. I do know exactly what you're talking about. I agree with you. It was like the way you looked at me. I was like, damn, I'm wrong. No, no. If you were wrong, I would call you out. I would. Um, Fair enough. No, I I, I don't know. I, I was pretty excited because when we were even talking yesterday um, and you mentioned like the Buster Rhymes song that you were listening to, I was like, damn. Like, that would be awesome to talk about Busta Rhymes. And then when you said Wuha today, I'm like, huh. And then I was like, nah, this – and then you, like, explained it. And I'm like, all right, that, that makes sense. But um, I was going to ask something else about Busta Rhymes. But See, you know I what? It, Everyone went crazy. Here you go. Everyone went crazy about – what was that Eminem first? Rap God? Yeah, yeah. That shit was corny. You know what everybody forgets about? Busta What's on that? Look at Me Now. You remember that? Look at me now. Oh, yeah. That whole thing, dude? Come on now. Come on now. It's funny. When you said the rap god thing, I was like, oh, just like Busta did in that one song. See? Like, it there was the same go. exact thing. It's the same thing, except Busta's was better. Because I feel like, don't, oh, oh, I'm about to I'm about to dip my toe in some hot, dirty water. It's kind of corny now, dude. He's I just agree. Like, I'm not an M. Yeah. He just makes words rhyme. Like, they don't rhyme. And you didn't make a rhyme in, like, a, a cool, fun way. It was just, like, I, I'm trying to think of an example, but I feel like I'm going to give myself a headache. No, I know what you mean, though. It, it, I will say he, like, when I was younger, I really liked Eminem. Oh, so did I. Like, really did. I actually remember, like, I have, like, I ever, like, I feel like went back with, like, the Slim Shady LP and, like, the Marshall Mathers LP and stuff. Like, all oh. of that shit's awesome. Let me stop you because I specifically remember – I think it was the album where he's at the pier on the, the cover and the car's open. Yeah, it's like Charles. black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my brother got that album for Christmas that year. I think we were young as shit. I forget how old. And my yeah. dad got it for him and didn't know about the Ken Kniff skits. So one day that. – you remember Ken Kniff, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so one day he walked by and he heard that Ken Kniff shit. When he was making fun of ICP, and he was like, oh, yeah, piss yeah. shaggy. Dude, my dad got so tripped out. I feel like if I remember correctly, like, he took that album away from Ray. Just, but the thing that cracks me up is, like, there's so much crazy shit on that album that the Ken Kniff stuff is, like, what pushed it over the edge, apparently. Yeah. I was just about to talk about how Eminem, I, I'll be honest with you, I think he's a great, like, clearly he's incredible. Like, oh, there's no denying it. DJ Hot but Jake like, Kevin. 
I don't think I don't think any of his later stuff has been anything that great for me. Like it's just not for me, I guess. And then I don't think his early stuff has aged well at all. Like that horrorcore stuff, <laughs> it's just not my thing. And I listen back to it now, and I'm like, I don't know, man. You just sound it's fucked up. Like I don't I don't know what you Is want that to a say whole about verse this. about you getting beat as a child and then killing a woman. That's 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 totally yeah. that's wild, bro. That's totally cool. It, I feel like it's that kid and, would come up and rap around you and you don't even want to hear it and it's like super weird, but you gotta like Oh cool. It's like oh, yeah, I'm not trying to a hot like I'm not eight. trying to be mean or like put down like clearly like again, like I think Eminem's a great oh, like, fucking artist. But at the same time, it's just like I don't know. Like looking back now, I'm a little bit like I, I don't. I just it's not as good. Like it, for me, he's just not as good as maybe a lot of other people think. It ain't hitting no more. So no, so it's just I don't know. Again, like Eminem, whatever. Like he's great. It's you know, like you're saying, I'm dipping my toe. You were dipping your toe in the hot water, and I, t- you know, I went full tilt which i don't think it's that like uh, crazy of a thought and no, I mean, again it's not. like it's i can't not. stress it enough it's just not my thing like well, i mean you look at so, where we've come just like politically and what's like politically not only like politically correct to say but just like regular to say in general and it's like yeah. i don't think i want to get down to a whole song about a dude killing his ex-wife and like splattering her guts everywhere i'm not really feeling it's yeah, not really my it's just not yeah, it's really not my thing anymore. <laughs> like when I was younger, like, and it was like edgy, like an odd future. Odd future is like another great example. Like I feel like that was like that second wave of like this type of like horror, like really gritty, obscene stuff. And I, I cannot genuinely. I think Odd Future was great. I can't listen to the first three Tyler the Creator albums. I can't listen to any of the old like compilation albums because to me it's just like you guys are just saying dumb stuff and it's like to be shocking and it worked and I'm glad oh, it totally worked works. because Tyler has now become an, an exceptional uh, artist when it comes to like alternative like pop and soul and stuff like that and like Frank Ocean came out of that but like at the same time you look back on that stuff and it's just like like cringy kind of and i don't know it's just like and again people out there no, like it clearly totally there's an right. audience for it but you're totally right and if like you think about it the only one that still has cringy tracks but don't bother me is earl yeah some of the earlier ones were like stuff you say it's a wild shit just like they were but still like it just fits him so well you know what i mean there was a difference there i i know what you mean like, know, it didn't like, seem like some, he was really yeah. trying too hard, but it felt like a lot of the other dudes are being like, oh, I gotta be crazy, too! Yeah, nah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, like, but it, it it's like, I, I guess you could, hindsight's twenty twenty on that stuff. Like, I'm, there's a lot of shit that I used to listen to that I'm like, ay, ay, I don't know, oh, man. Like My entire eighth grade, if you, if you look back at what I listened to, I would beat my ass right now, dude. Well, alright, so... Run me through what 8th grade Jay li- was listening to. Bro, no bullshit, okay? He was in the tract. I was banging what? that Disturbed, dude. Three Days oh, Grace? Yeah. Come on, man. Breaking Benjamin? You went into, Slipknot? like... I, I'm, I'm impressed, actually. I, I thought it'd be more of, like, a... Like, because I was into, like, the... Like, corn, Limp Biscuit, 
that kind of stuff, like that rap rock, on top of like more like decent music, like yeah, you know, pop punk, and then like hip hop. I thought you'd be more on that side too. I'm surprised to hear you were listening to like contemporary rock. I don't even know what to call that. Dude, it was it was a weird overlap year because for one year of my life, me and my mom had the same music taste. It's I not something that. as a 30 year old I like to look back on because yeah, my mom is cool. terrible music cool, taste. Your mom's cool. Dude, all my mom listened to for all, that I can remember forever was Garth Brooks and Mark Anthony, and that was it. Well, whatever. And then all of a sudden, in eighth grade, she was like, did you know Three Days Grace came out with a new album? I was like, yeah, I already listened to it. I have it on WinMX. Wait, what's the, what's like the big Three Day Grace song? I don't even... Then they, I hate everything about you. Why oh, wow. do I love you? I don't know why I did that slightly British. <laughs> it started going cockney for no reason. <laughs> I caught it in the beginning, and then I was like, okay, that was weird. Don't do that again. And then before I knew it, I was doing <laughs> it again. <laughs> but no, that was weird. I feel like that was a weird year because, like, growing up in Philly, the only – everyone I hung around only listened to hip-hop, and it was it. Like, it was, like, hip-hop yeah. and R&B, and it was it. And then I, like, you know, of course I want to fit in, so here I am. I just got Nas's like – CD and I'm sitting here listening to Nas is like for three days straight mm-hmm. um, or like Jay-Z or something. And then we moved out of the city and into the suburbs. And I started being like, I like rap, but I'm not like, I'm kind of over it. And it's nice that I like, like rap, but I don't like, like rap. <laughs> listen, rap. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. All right. It's my taste. It's not you. You're great the way you are. But I feel like I just want something different, and I remember, like, seeing the first, like, video I remember was the Leaving Song Part 2 AFI on MTV2 one night. Ooh. And I saw that video and heard that song, and I was like, that's an awesome song. And then I went to WinMX, and I downloaded I, – I, I could have went up with my trajectory, but I took a hard nosedive, dude. Hard nosedive. And you, and you went into – Mom rock trapped. Mom rock. <laughs> it's like that. Mom I thing. love the. I love that you're like looking. You're like AFI or Three Days Grace. Like oh, I'm gonna headstrong take on anyone. I was really yeah, no, killing a, it, dude. That song slaps, bro. Bleed, dude. Oh, the Roni Kenshin. Fucking uh, what was that? What? Those anime videos I used to do OVAs. Oh, so I know that, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was Roni Kenshin, Vaguely. and it was, it was Wait and Bleed by Slipknot. Slipknot, like, I, when, back then, I was like, yeah, they're, they're pretty solid. Like, they're, they got they're some perfectly, yeah, there's nothing wrong with Slipknot. <laughs> Don't <laughs> well, even get your, I'm, like, hmm. Yeah. So, I know, like, obviously, you know, like, we've known each other for shit, I mean... 15 over a decade yeah 15 years going almost yeah about 15 years close-ish and we have like you know we have pretty somewhat similar music taste i would say more so before you know and i think we've diverged a little bit but still very similar um i know one of your loves when it comes to music is like is pop punk and like emo you know like oh, oof, and, oof. 
so I'm curious because you mentioned it with like AFI and stuff like that. I'm curious where that that turn finally went. Like when did you finally turn from trapped in three days grace to to like pop punk and, and falling into this, you know, other genre? I mean, do you really want to know? Yes. You you already said it about two minutes ago. About fifteen years ago when I started hanging out oh, with wow. you guys. <laughs> And before you guys, the only things like out of that realm I'd step to was take this to your grave and fucking a fever you can't sweat out. Oh, nice. So I was just getting so, into that, and then I started hanging out disco. with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And the first time I hung out with you guys, I'm pretty sure you invited me to a Fallen Troy concert. One of the first times I hung out with you guys, you were like, oh, we're all going to a Fall Troy concert. You should come. And I was like, uh, okay. Didn't really know them at the time, you know. Was that when we met the lead singer of the headliner, He Is Legend? Yes. That was my first concert. Ah. That was your first concert? I almost went to a Yellow Card concert two years prior, but my mom was afraid I'd get hurt, so she wouldn't let me go. That would have been that would have been cool. Yellow card was pretty good. Yeah, but what if I did get hurt and it was like lasting damage and people would be like, "Yo, what happened to you?" I'd be like, pity the yellow card concert. It was a violin <laughs> solo in Ocean Avenue that did it. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Um, that show is awesome. I, I I was it's funny. Like I was thinking about this earlier. Like how we were we took uh, the L into the city. And we were getting off the the at like to walk over to the venue, which was at the church. I think I've talked about the church before on here. It was in the basement of a First Unitarian Church you on Chestnut Street. Show. You know it's a good show when it's in the church. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, we were like, we get off the train and we're like walking, you know, over towards the venue. And we noticed we had no idea where we were going, <laughs> and we knew, like we. We noticed the lead singer of the headlining band, they're called He Is Legend, a band that we also very much liked, uh, was walking with his girlfriend or whomever, uh, and we followed them, assuming that they were going to the venue, even though, and I don't know if you remember this, it was probably three hours before He Is Legend was even going to go on. Yeah, we got there Because it was like, it was like (laughs) 5.30. It wasn't even dark out yet. I know. I have a very distinct memory of it of it being like daytime and being like walking up to them and being like, "Hey, we're actually going to your show." Because eventually, after we had followed these strangers for fifteen minutes, probably it was finally like, "Oh, I don't think they're going that way." And so I remember we just asked them, and they were like, "Oh, it's this other direction." And you guys just follow like they didn't. They were just like really nice. And then that show, I remember that show was awesome. The Fall of Troy, uh, He Is Legend. Didn't they I don't come, remember didn't who else he's was on legend, They came out to uh, Petey Pablo, didn't they? they North did. Carolina, come on and raise up. That shit was so hard when they came out like that, dude. And then oh, they come yeah. out through the I was back just... and like, walk through the crowd and shit. Probably. And they had the whole crowd doing the t-shirt thing. And like yeah. it was it was nuts. I was already like totally exhausted by that point. Like I don't think I was in the crowd for most of their set. That wasn't the show you um, passed out at, was it? When we saw that might have been the show was I passed, the one you passed out at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like – I don't think I full-blown passed out. I don't really remember. That probably means I passed so, out. You probably full-on passed out. I just remember yeah, you I don't know. being at the front with us. 
Yeah, no, I I had a really good time. That was definitely that was the first time I went to the church. And again, I like I've talked. Some people may be familiar with the church, but for those of you who are not, it is a very small venue. Um, it, again, it's on it's in a basement, so there's no windows or anything like that. Uh, it gets real real sweaty in there very quickly. Um, and like to the point where like the, I, I've been to two different show or I was at a show where the fire alarm went off because there was so much heat in the building that the apparently this the fire alarm was triggered and like we they had to cancel the show. I remember was the that? walls were so wet that I like you could touch the walls and, and like w- like it felt it was horrible. <laughs> was that? Did we see uh, that sold out Circus of Vox show at the church when they had a safe word? Yeah, we did. Because they were like, yeah, Yo, like we're th- going to pass out, we're going to say this, and we need to take a break. Yeah, I uh, I remember we met the lead singer of Circus Survive's parents that show, and I thanked them for having their son. It was very awkward. Um, nah, sounds that way. <laughs> but, yes. Um, but no, so, so kind of back to um, – the like so your your trajectory into emo music so fall of troy you kind of start there and then i guess like leading up till now like things there's been this like resurgence of like emo and pop punk mom jeans comes to mind yeah um who who are some bands right now that you really dig within the scene that you're like really really into uh like charmer forests microwave modern baseball free throw stuff like that which like i've known one of those bands really only one modern baseball yeah what about um lately uh, my friend's really been trying to get me into algernon have you ever listened to algernon i've I've heard of never really listened to i've heard a couple of his songs recently they're really good but um i'm sure but stuff like i don't I don't like. I guess like the new way to find it is because now that I'm 30, I don't go to as many shows, obviously. So it's more of like I feel like Spotify and like what's that? Like Spotify and um, like Facebook have been doing it for me. I feel like where I like find one band on Spotify and like you let them play, and then it reroutes you to someone else, you know, and you let mm-hmm. auto play. So I feel like for oh, – I yeah. mean I'm sure there's a lot of people who are still moving around in the scene and stuff, but I'm 30. I work full-time, bro. I don't got time to be moving around the scene. Dude, it's tough. I'm not it coming to your house show on a Thursday tough. night, dude. I got work Friday morning. Come on. It's been a long week. I'm tired. Come on. Stop. Man, you got to live life, bro. But it's weird because like I feel like every now and then like I kind of do a splinter away from it where it's I go from like the – I. I guess, for lack of a better term, sad boy shit, into, like, aggressively hard metal. That's fair. I feel like it happens really? a lot. Metal? Where it's like, oh, dude, who was I listening to the other day? Infinite I've never taken you as a metal man. Dude, Infinite Annihilator is actually gnarly as hell. Dude, I mean, I have dipped my toes in the river of metal, um, like Black Dahlia Murder, stuff like that, but... Um, Oh, who is there's Death Heaven's another good one. They're like different though. They're not really metal. They're kind of yeah, like shoegazy. Like, there's like a metal slash like I guess like hardcore bend to it. I guess I kind of lump all that into one a little bit sometimes. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Because yeah. I'm also talking about shit like Every Time I Die or like um, Heavy Heavy Low Low stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like uh, what? Do, remember when we used to listen to Headwind City? 
Love Head Wound City. Yeah. So shit they like just that. posted a, a live a footage from their first show ever as Headwound City, and I still haven't checked it out. For the for, so Headwound City is like a uh, a a project from one of the members of the Blood Brothers, who are like a crazy out there like hardcore. I don't even know what to call the alternative band, and then Headwound City is like the uh, the like hyper. Uh, 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 punk, uh, not punk. I'm trying. There's a specific word I'm looking for, and I can't think of it. Um, yeah, I, just I, they're I got insane. It. Yeah, I don't know. It's just they're like it's like speed punk kind of stuff. Like so noisy, just like I don't know. But um, they're awesome. I love that. Band. Yeah, they're they're fucking great. But it's like yeah. I feel like I always kind of. You know, I like my sad boy stuff. I love it. It's my comfort zone. It's where I live. It's where I eat. It's where I shit. It's where I sleep. But I feel like even when I step outside, I always just instinctively go back home. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like I, I might mean, get I like my... really into listening to Freeway and DMX for a week, which I just came off of. I was for some nice. reason listening to a lot of DMX. Don't 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 ask me why, because I can't tell you. But um. <laughs> Like, I feel like I always, like, divert out, and then I just kind of, like, all right, I've been outside enough time to go home, you know? Yeah, that's fair. No, I uh, I kind of go through that myself. Like, I'll – I mean, especially with this podcast, too. Like, I end up finding random shit because, um, it's like, I need to talk about stuff, and I can't do another episode. Like, I can't do f- episodes on Radiohead every week because that's, like – I go back to Radiohead at least, you know, all the time. <laughs> but it's the same thing where, like, I'll go and listen to some, like, weird out there shit. And then, like, f- for, like, two days. And then I'm like, no, I got to go back to, like, Sufjan Stevens or Radiohead or, like, you know, something that I'm familiar with. Coheed and Cambry is another one I've been slowly oh, yeah. falling back into. Oh, hell yeah, pimp. Um, well, you were talking about the shows, like, how you don't really go to as mu- many anymore because we've been to i mean countless together they remember that uh what was that tower records when we saw valencia another thing i was about to mention because (laughs) uh there's uh, there's some festival happening in philly um and the lead singer was the name shane something I, i almost said shane dawson i almost said the same exact thing let me make sure it's not no, uh, it's Shane something or other. He's doing like an acoustic set. Um, Shane Henderson. And I was thinking, ah, we were close. Um, so, but Thanks, yeah, baby. I was gonna say we saw <laughs> again with the Joe Rogan shit. Um, <laughs> do you ever see a hair? You ever see a shaved chimp? Bring it up, Jamie. Like whatever. <laughs> um, uh, with that Valencia show, though, that was awesome. It was at the Tower Records down at Broad and Chestnut back when it was. A tower tower records. records and it was like valencia is this like pop punk band from philly and it was like a fun like that was like a cool interesting show like i like feel like a lot of people released, wasn't it yeah and we got to like talk to them for a second i think and Wait, like i think we got to sign yeah, yeah yeah we were real cool um oh so fucking cool dude yeah that's another every, great band. That, every girl, uh, every girl loved us, dude. We were so cool, dude. Every girl wanted to come over and see our signed Valencia posters. Well, yeah, man. I mean, that's how I got Kelsey. Yep, shout so. out to Belsey. She's a real one. Yeah, man. Lovely fiance. She's, She's a real one. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, but I wanted, I'm curious, like what's, what's the last show that you went to? Oh my God. Which is actually an offshoot of my podcast. It's I'm going to have the last song you heard network and it's going to be the last song you heard, the last show you went to, the last item you ate, the last dad you met, the last DVD, (laughs) the last DVD commentary you listened to, the last Blu-ray you got from Redbox. (laughs) No, God, I'm trying to, oh my God, I'm trying to think the last show I can think of definitively like are we talking like show show or just show in general it could be a show whatever but house show because there's a there's a difference here because i've been to a lot of house shows actually you know the last show i went to that i actually like participated in you know Mm -hmm. was in here it was actually in this living room oh really yeah my friends were supposed to play um somewhere and it kind of got like fell through and they didn't have anywhere else to play and we lived like far enough off of everything where they were like well we have a big backyard too and they were like oh dude can we play in your backyard like and i was like yeah, yeah cool sounds dope but then i thought about it and i'm 30 and i'm like bro that's a noise complaint waiting to happen man come on right yeah. in the backyard no way so well, what I time had... of the day was it oh it didn't start until like nine o'clock at night yeah that that i mean you got about an hour before people really start yeah right you know calling but um who played um so we had it right here in the living room i had a good friend of mine uh ben his name is kudo on uh spotify also instagram yeah. facebook all that um he raps plugs so are at the his. end dude oh uh, i got well i got plugs go as i'm saying how am i gonna remember to plug all these things kevin it's too hard <laughs> it's too hard i'm not plugging me i'm plugging them this is for them but boy kudo played uh this band kid gruesome and then the big boys, shout out to the big boys of Broken Chairs. That's my oh, uh, I've bunch heard of my you've, friends. I've, yeah, I was going to say, I've seen you post about them and stuff like that. A bunch of I my like friends I've are, heard. are, were in that band. It's a, it's a, it's a touch and go situation. But um, so whenever they do shows, they have like a, a pretty decent following. So whenever they do shows, people hear about them and it like, it goes off. Huh. And, like, I was like, oh, there might be some people in my house tonight. And I think we estimated that, like, at the peak, it might have been, like, 70 or more people in my apartment. Dang. Like, my living room was emptied out, and people were just fucking jumping all over the place, pushing each other all over the place in my living room. The band was playing right up there at the window. Oh, wow. I, no one can see this yeah, uh, except for myself. <laughs> but no, no, no. I was going to describe it. That's all. Um it's a small. It's a small room. <laughs> it's not a big room. I mean, it's kind that's of my big. big description. It's kind of big, big description. But... Small room. <laughs> big description. Small room. I like it, but it was just like jarring to like look around, and like normally, you know, when you get shows like this and you're drunk as shit, you're getting ignorant. And you're like, this is someone else's house, not my problem. You know, but <laughs> not in a disrespectful way. You're not going to, like, look at somebody who's, like, going hard and be like, hey, calm down, man. You might break something. Yeah, I know what you – I got you. So it was, like, to have that feeling, to be looking around at people being, like, like I'm jamming, I'm getting it. And then I look over. I'm like, man, that guy's too close to my bookshelf. There's a lot of books in that bookshelf. <laughs> You're it like uh, – and can't hardly wait the, the girl who owns the house that's just, like, running around freaking out because everyone's, like, fucking up the house <laughs> and, like, drawing on the pictures and stuff. 
Oh, was that Melissa Joan Hart? No, she's the yearbook girl. No, was was it Melissa Joan? Why am I thinking of Melissa Joan Hart? I feel like I'm thinking of if she was in not another teen movie, and that might have been her cameo, not another teen movie. I'm not sure. I don't think the girl who owned the house in Can't Hardly Wait was like anyone. Wow, we just turned this into a Can't Hardly Wait podcast. Yeah, but you at know, the I, fucking. I'm just like making sure. Okay, no, I was Jay's looking it up. Her. It wasn't her. It wasn't you her. Should, I could see his face, and he looks like he's taking a uh, like a midterm. He was so <laughs> serious. I got really astute. Like I was like, I know this is factual, and I'm going to find it. And I did not. She was actually the girl at the party who told the guy he can't start a slow clap whenever he wants to. But this is not a oh. teen movie. Not can't hardly wait. See, we're Anyways. all over the board. We're all over the board. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, no, dude, it was, like, dope as shit. I wish I was and better I, like, at transitions. Yeah, you'll get better. You're still Segways. young in your career, dude. How long has Scotty Ox been on? Uh, too long. Shots That's fired. Safe. Oh. But, no, dude, it was, like, dope because um, I've really – I've loved Broken Chairs. I love their music. And yes. they do this thing at their shows where um, the lead singer's brother will – he has, like, spoken word. So they'll, oh, like, cool. if they have, like, an opening, like, you know, little bit of, like, just music with no lyrics, they'll kind of, like, extend it or change it up a little bit, and he'll, like, do some spoken mm-hmm. word over it real quick. And, like, he's got a line in one of them that, like, I just, I love it so much that every time they do mm-hmm. this song now, I, I go, cr- like, I get so excited for him to yell it. Like, th- how does it go? Um, it's broken because I broke it. And it's fucked up because I fucked it up. And I nice. thought that was dope. So every time he does it, I'm like right in the front and I'm screaming. Like I always scream it at him. So like, oh yeah. I mean, that it was such a great show. It was so much fun to see. Did like, you guys my get friends. in trouble? No, not at all. Nice. It went really well. In fact, I think I remember at about maybe three or four a.m. I was in the kitchen making tea, talking to people about what kind of tea I drink. I was hammered. What kind of tea do you drink? Um. I think it's like the Kava Stress Relief. Oh, I know what you're talking. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. I like throat coat too. I'm a big throat coat guy. Because <laughs> you know I smoke a lot of ciggies, so yeah. You know I the like Newport either... Panther. Yeah. Oh, shout out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I either pop in a cough drop or I'll have a nice cup of tea. Not recently, actually. I kind of fell off the tea wagon for a minute. Dang man. You got me thinking about it though. I saw you pull up that teacup and was like, dang. But yeah, yeah man, I, I think... got some I got some Darjeeling, some afternoon Darjeeling uh, tea with a little bit of blueberry honey. Ooh, decadent. Just need a little caffeine kick at the end of the day, you know. That's opulent, brother. That is decadent. Oh man, I'm <laughs> I'm living the dream over here. But that was the last show that like I feel like I went to. Now, gotcha. I did do an art show later that month that was like the same thing. It wasn't here. But it was like okay. three houses, and it was artists, different artists in each house and different bands in each house. But I did that thing that we all tend to do at some point in our lives that I still do, and it's when you – instead of going in and seeing the music at the house show, you blast cigs outside with people you know, and you never once step inside. Yep. So if eight bands played that night, I saw zero of it. I saw not a single wow. musical act. I saw all the artists. So you – you didn't go to a show. I did. I went to the houses. 
I hung out with everyone. I, t- I talked to the artists. You artist. stood outside of the show. I also went inside a little bit, but not to where the music was. Yeah. That's like, if they're like, the music is downstairs, I would be like, thank you. Now I know where I'm not going. I don't know why. Fair. But. <laughs> hey, man. Sometimes, you know, you don't. I'm like that. I, I talk about it frequently, I feel like. It's like, anymore, I am somewhat like, I go to a show. I'm like, I want to see who I want to see, like, music wise. And then I'm going to leave if it gets too late. Like, or if I get uncomfortable, like I used to be the dude and you used to be that guy who like, we'd be up at the front, you know, throwing elbows to get to the front of the crowd. Not like mean or, you know, just like a pit opens up, you know, it's a nice friendly elbow to the face or, you know, we said, excuse me as we hit people, you know, just straight bug your grill and push you out of my way. (laughs) Um, but like now I'm like, I'm in the back and then I'm like, oh shit, it's like 1030. I'm, I mean... It's a Tuesday. I'm probably going to go home. I've seen the three songs I really wanted to hear. I'll hear about it later. Like, you know, I really wanted to laugh at you when you first started saying this. But then I thought about, like, every time I go to shows now and someone's like, oh, dude, we should go to the front. And I, I feel like I always go, well, I can see them perfectly fine from back here. <laughs> yeah. Like, not only can I see them perfectly fine, the sound is actually decent. Um, and I'm I not getting sweat. I'm yeah, not getting I'm not getting everywhere. sweated on by a bunch of teens. Yeah, like, who are, some young you know, gohards. They're like, oh my god, he might touch my hand. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm cool, dude. I'll bubble the sig later. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that in shows, which is a funny thing. Yeah. I mean, like, smoke a sig outside, back- so in front of the band's like, oh, you got a sig? And I'm like, for you? Absolutely. <laughs> Anything. Anything. Um. You. Who, who was your favorite, like, m- like who was your favorite artist that you met? Now it doesn't have to be via get bumming a cigarette, but that's sh- it just jumped into my mind. I'm curious. Um, I think that was microwave last year. Like a microwave? <laughs> <laughs> no, I never. I'm not familiar with microwave. Okay, well they're really good. You should get familiar. Uh, microwave at microwave ATL on Instagram. Um. But they were doing a show in Columbus, and we were going to see them. And I work for a company that makes custom drum heads for bands. Mm. So I've kind of, in my own ways, attempted to use that leverage for myself in any way that I can. Where before that Might show, as well. I really fucks with Microwave. Will be an easy way to meet them. I'm going to make them a drum head. So I hit them up and was like, hey, guys, work for this company. If you guys are like, interested in a custom drum, and they were like, yes, absolutely. So I brought the drum with me to the show, and like they were cool as shit. Their merch guy was cool as shit because I walked up and started talking to him, and he gave me like like two or three free shirts just there. Shit. And then me and him talked for a little bit, me and the merch guy because you know, the band was backstage and ready to go on. Then they went on and they came over and the merch guy was like, yo, this is the guy with the drum hit. So I started talking to them and like I did like shots with the merch dude and the guy who run who owned the bar. I bought beer. All the guys hung out and talked to them. I can't remember a lot of the conversation because I was riding that like I'm really drunk and I'm really excited to meet you high where like they mixed it. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like when I, I feel like I, I talked to Ace Enders once and I don't remember yeah. of talking to him. Because I was so excited to speak to Ace Enders. 
I've, I've talked to him twice and I couldn't tell you a single word. I said, actually, that no, that's not true. And I'm, I know this is like a total name dropping thing. He didn't want to sign a t-shirt that I wanted him to sign because he was afraid he was going to ruin it. That's what I remember from that conversation. <laughs> that's, a, that's like a almost too nice guy thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, just sign my fucking t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've, I know that. I didn't fucking ask you to sign it because I want to keep it clean. No, it was actually very charming. Oh, no, Ace is a great guy. But yeah. um, anyway, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, they were they were really cool. I actually just made a drum head for them again, uh, like two months ago, right before all this kicked off. And they were going to give me back, like maybe not backstage, maybe some sort of passes to their show in Chicago. And they were Ooh. also going to give Emily a photographer pass so that she could like shoot show photos of them while they were playing. So they they were cool as shit. I was going to smoke with them after the show. You know, I talked to the drummer. We talked about smoking after the show and shit. And, like, they're just cool-ass dudes. Nice. I've... they're And they're, like, pop-punk, emo-y, sad boy shit? Um, I guess, but, like, not... Like, to a degree where they're, like, teetering on not being any of that. You know? Where it's, like, they're kind all of. just so barely kind of those things. I, I think I understand what you mean. Yeah. I'm going to have to check them out. I mean, you know. Where if it's like, if there's five things and you're like, oh, there's five bad boys in here. <laughs> but, Whoa. Whoa. But, what? but the five bad boys are like, well, we just barely qualify as bad. So on the bad scale, we're not all the way there. We just passed the bad line. <laughs> this is, I mean, like, I I know what you mean. Yeah, so you understand it as weird as it was. You understood but, what I meant. <laughs> you gotta paint a picture, Kevin. You gotta paint. I get a it. Picture. I get it. Five right bad now, boys. Yeah. Right now, we are painting pictures for people with our words, Kevin. With our words. We're painting aural pictures. Um, but no, you should definitely check them out. They're really good. Microwave, correct? Microwave. Cool. Now, what? I'm just curious, like. What's your favorite album? Like, like, what's if you had to pick one album, that's tippy top number one. What are you going with? Damn, that's rough. Who's cause... your guy? Okay, <laughs> who's my it's guy? Me, Mark Marin. <laughs> uh, God, I'm making that sound a lot. Um, I don't know because there's like one that I've been listening to a lot lately that I'm like, this is number one, but I'm not sure if it's number one or it's like fresh number one. You know. Well, all right. Do your um, like, like, what would be the, your number one if it wasn't that album? Okay, if it wasn't that one, oof, ow, ouch, um, dude, I hate to say it, but um, what was that first Mob Jeans album? What was the name of that album? Uh, Best Friends. Best Buds. Best Buds. Yeah. Yeah, Best Buds was it for me, dude. I mean, I'm I'm actually not that surprised. Like, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, he's probably going to say Mom Jeans. Well, th- it's like that album happened to come at a particular time where, like, oh, it, yeah. it hit hard. Yeah. It, it so, I mean, touched all the bases. It was a home run. I completely understand. Yeah, it was, um, a, home, it was a home run. Uh, speaking of home runs, we saw them at a batting range or batting cages. 
What a fucking tie-in. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. That was, that was actually probably one of like a like a one of the more interesting shows because the layout of the place like Everyone was so chill there. It was genuine. It's a place. It was, and I've talked about it before on this podcast. I'm pretty positive. It's a place called Everybody Hits um, here in Philly, and it, it literally was just like batting cages on the one side, and then at nighttime they, outside of the batting cages, did like DIY shows. We saw them there, twice. and it was awesome. Yeah, we saw Mom Jeans there twice, and then I saw them again at the church. We saw them there at Grand Life the first time. And then the second time, I don't remember who they were oh, with. So, uh, oh, so, oh, so was another band with them. The second show? Yeah, I, I don't know. These are all that second show. I do as well. They're all like emo, like sad boy bands. So anyone listening to this that doesn't know any of the bands we just named, just assume that they're all like emo I think it stuff. was Addy and the Hyena. I'm pretty sure. Uh... Slingshot Dakota and Kississippi. Slingshot Dakota and Kississippi, huh? Yeah, I listen to. You. I don't know. I, no, I have not. But they were. No. There. That is a yeah. Fact. I remember Oso Oso being there um, at one of them because they are, and they are now the last band I ever saw play live, and maybe the last band I'll ever see play live because who knows when live shows are going to come back? But um, they'll come back. No, yeah. Uh, What's that? We get rid of 5G. Okay. <laughs> dude, they're going to shut this down if you keep talking like that. No, dude. I'm sponsored by Huawei. 5G. Uh, <laughs> ride the way. It's my way or the Huawei. Uh, dude, that is the one of my favorite jokes I've seen in so long was ride the <laughs> Ride the wave. <laughs> ride the wave. <laughs> um, yeah, they were one of the last people still alive. Uh, what? So, what's that other album you were talking about? That's like your favorite album right now. Um. Uh, the Forest album. Uh, was oh, nice. In a Chinese convenience store or a Japanese convenience store? It's one or the other. But yeah, yeah, that's a great album. They just they hit so hard, dude. Like all their songs, I can't find one that I don't like. And like instrumentally, they're very impressive. Like some, I agree. They're yeah. He's like obviously tapping away, and the guitarist does the same thing. And the fact that it's just like it's got that like Fall of Troy thing where it's only three guys, but it's like they make mm-hmm. enough for it to possibly be five. Yeah, oh, for sure. Where I, you're I, like, I, wait, there's no I, rhythm guitarist. It's just one guy. Yeah, no. The, yep, they're just incredible. Yeah, they're just really goddamn right. good. One other. This is a little bit more specific, and I and this may be a band you've already talked about. But what's a band specific to to Cincinnati that you lo- like? That's your, your your favorite right now. What do you mean that like I found while I lived here, or that like a band from, here? from Cincinnati? Dude, it's it's the BC Boys, Broken Chairs. <laughs> I I can't I show I I was... you. I can't show you because people can't see, but um. At their shows, a bunch of their friends tend to enjoy breaking chairs, namesake, you know? I mean, yeah. I have three chair legs now from three different shows I've seen them at. I collect the legs after the chair's destroyed. <laughs> I have three different legs from three different shows. That is – I like – that's a that sounds dangerous, but I like that 
I think that's cool. I mean, it, it, you, you name a band Broken Chairs, and you, I mean, you got to expect some broken chairs. God would break some chairs, dude. I just comes like, with the territory. I'm trying to think of like other bands that like I've seen at shows that were out here, but I feel like I I I do my thing that we've talked about earlier. Getting back to this, where I just blast yeah. sigs until I go see what I want to see. You yep. know. Because I've been to a lot of shows out here since I've been out here, like a lot of house shows, like small DIY shit, and it's mm-hmm. dope. The bands are great, but like, you know, I'm, I'm I have a tendency to brown out, and you know, I remember I was there, and I saw that band. What were they called? I don't remember. Yeah, especially in the DIY scene, it can get it can get kind of tough. Hey, um, I mean, you show up with PBR you know. pounders, and you know, you just start rocking them and. You know, I don't know what to do with my hands at shows usually, so I just kind of continually drink to the point where, like, I mean, yeah, I'm like, oh shit, I'm hammered already. And then the bands go on, and then like the next day, someone's like, dude, it's so much fun. I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, no, I, I, same thing with me. Like, I could, I, you know, back when I lived that party lifestyle, I was always like same like we'd be talking about a show and i'd be like oh shit like what happened like who like what band did we see or who was that or whatever like what I, I, and then yeah so um awesome well um no i mean that's that's all i really gotta say about the bc boys dude great people got the music break some chairs grand view shout out grand view that's the album um okay gotcha I was going to ask what, because uh, we're coming to the end here. So um, what? what's your recommendation? Would you say it's that album Grandview by Broken Chairs? I would say go check out Grandview by Broken Chairs. Um, I can't name any specific albums, but check out the band Toe if you've never heard of them. Uh, Toe really is good. Toe is great. I just got really heavy into Toe. I'm going to shoot Forest out there again. Spending Eternity in a Japanese convenience store and uh, Microwave. I'm trying to think of a specific album. Uh, let me get an album name. Let me give you a good one. Go listen to Much Love by Microwave. Perfect. Dope album. Uh, hoo-ha! Got you all in check. Buster Rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, um, musically, that's all I got right now. Well, what do you uh, – well, let me give my recommendation first. Um, so for this episode, I'm going to say listen to the Janelle Monet album, Dirty Computer. Uh, it came out in 2018. It's a re- – recently I've kind of fallen back into it a little bit. Uh, I've, it's a really awesome album. It's it's a little bit out there, uh, soul, R&B, um, pop i i believe prince helped produce some of it or she at least had been working with prince around that time so um or around the time of making the album so there are some songs that i'm like this just sounds like a prince song which is amazing to me it's great she's an incredible artist um and i'm sure she'll be at some point covered on this podcast so again it's called dirty computers by janelle monet that is my recommendation for this episode now um jay any uh, anything to plug? Any uh, anything you want to let the people know about to to look into? Okay, you want to look into shopping, all right? Um, at Open Casket Couture on the gram, cop yourself some gear. It is the only clothing line that is endorsed by the last song you heard podcast. 
You heard it here first. It's officially they're officially endorsing my clothing line. You should check it out. Heaven sent, dumpster bound. You got it there, brother. Um, I also I got a plug my my Twitch at Twitch TV slash the Newport Panther. I just started doing art streams on there. I just got a new tablet, so I'm doing some live drawing streams. Yeah, that's that's really cool. So if you want to come peep your boy, come peep your boy. Um, yeah, check that out. And also, I do uh, 40 man Royal Rumbles on WWF No Mercy. <laughs> Computer Royal Rumbles that are just fantastic. Um, I can attest to that. Yeah, it's incredible. It's a sight to behold. I do want to plug this uh, podcast. Uh, if you've never heard of it, it's called The Last Song You Heard. Handsome host. Oh. He looks like when Shrek became a human, how handsome Shrek was. That's what Kev looks like. He's handsome. <laughs> you know how surprised I really you were? That. That Shrek looked that good, you remember? You're like, damn, Shrek. Straight up dreamboat. Yes, dreamboat. Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. Uh, human form Shrek is a dreamboat. <laughs> I wasn't just calling myself a dreamboat. Well, I wouldn't kick him out of my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Um, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I'm glad that we got to do this. Um, I, I miss you very much. Uh, I will say, you know, you've been in Cincinnati for some time now. I want, I want my boy back. I want my boy back. Um, <laughs> well, um, JJ back. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that is it for this episode of the last song you heard. As always, you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at The Last Song Pod. You can find it on Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash the last song you heard. And you can find find it on email. You can email me at the last song you heard at gmail.com. Jay, again, thank you so much for you know doing this, man. I'm hoping we'll have you back on at some point soon. Dude, it's my pleasure. Otherwise better to do have me on whenever you want kevin just text me bro i'm here for it i i i we could talk forever so i've i'm sure we could end up you know i'll be your jamie just have me on every time <laughs> for you you don't have to do all the research i can I'll tell just, you i'll just be like jay me look it up you know jay pull that um up. so yeah uh that's it for this episode have a a good rest of the week or a good weekend depending on whatever day that this episode comes out um yeah have a good one bye